0: Looks like football, baby. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back into another edition of the Fantasy Football SmackDown Waiver Wire Sniping for week two of the 2022 season. This is the first edition of Waiver Wire Sniping for this year. If you're new to this strategy, this podcast will bring you the players that you need to look to add for free prior to kickoff each week uh, before they are all featured on every waiver wire show, including this one, uh, the following week. So, if you have an extra roster spot, if you can slide a guy into your IR and just pick up a guy for free uh, right before kickoff, these are the guys that you want to try to target. There's no risk here, pretty much. Again, don't drop anyone of value off your roster. But if you have an extra roster spot, these are guys you can just stash. In your league, see if they hit on Sunday, and if they do, you hit a gem. Everybody else will be looking for them next week, but you already have them. And if they stink, just drop them for the next Wave of Wire guy that you want to add. I'm your host, Kyle August. You can follow me on Twitter at KyleMonth8. Appreciate you checking out this show. If you're watching on YouTube on Saturday, this is a YouTube-exclusive early release. So if you're subscribed over at the Dynasty Warzone YouTube channel, you're going to get Wave Wire sniping Saturday morning or early, early afternoon uh, each week. If you're listening on the podcast, of course, this will drop on Sunday, but you're a little bit behind. Your league mates are already ahead of you. This has already been released on the YouTube channel, so be sure you're subscribed in both places. But for this uh, show, to get it early, you got to be on the YouTube subscribers. So uh, without any further ado, let's just dive right into it. If you're watching on YouTube, you're going to get to see all these ownership percentages over uh, on the screen. Same thing with the WaveWire show each Tuesday uh, that I'll be doing, so Highly suggest you guys are watching on YouTube. Uh, Makes it a little bit easier to follow. I'll, of course, read these off for you guys on the podcast as well. Let's just dive right into it. Quarterback position, a few matchups to monitor for week two. Looking ahead just a bit, you got Kirk Cousins on the road at Philadelphia. That's also a primetime game, so you're going to get primetime Kirk Cousins. Uh, And then Justin Fields at Green Bay. I think Fields is a decent starter, streamer for week one at home against the Niners, but going on the road against Green Bay, I don't have a ton of faith in Justin Fields. So if you were forced to stream him in week one, you may want to look at another option. A lot of the other league guys right now still, uh, you know, are are must-starts. So nobody else I'm shying away from, and of course, no bye weeks yet. But each week, I'll be highlighting the streaming players that you could have been streaming maybe this week, uh, but you might not want to stream next week. So uh, Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields are just two guys to monitor there. Few streamers. I usually use a 50% cutoff here, so Jameis Winston is just underneath that. I love his week one matchup against Atlanta. So if he's out there and you don't love your week one starter, Jameis is an easy easy pickup for a two-week play. But he's going to be at home against Tampa Bay. I know that defense is pretty good. Uh, he's 46% on, but Jameis is a guy to be willing to stream against the Bucks, uh in New Orleans. Matt Ryan, uh, he's going to be at Jacksonville uh in week two i don't love that matchup as much as because it being on the road divisional opponent jacksonville has had indy's number just a bit so i don't i don't love it uh it is a decent step back for me behind winston but matt ryan's 43 percent owned, so he is a streaming option next week as well carson wentz he's only 12 percent owned. he's going uh to detroit next week to face off the, against the lines he's my number three streaming quarterback and number four baker mayfield going to be on the road against the Giants. So a couple of quarterbacks there that I don't love their talent, obviously, but uh, I will take a shot on them against some bad defenses. All right. Next up here. Uh, there we go. Working out the Kings already. Uh, we got the running backs. Uh, I have five running backs that I'm looking to stash, including a deep league guy. Number one at the top of this list, I'm looking to roster Rashad White of the Tampa Bay Bucks If I can, we're going to see this guy on prime time against the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night football. Rashad White is 37% owned. There were reports right after draft season, of course, that they're going to try to limit Leonard Fournette's touches just a bit. If that equals Rashad Wright in the passing game, i love that for him. Uh, the rookie running back sh- has already shown uh, over the course of his profile that he is a he should be a strong receiver. Uh, paired with Tom Brady, this is a guy that I want to take a shot on, just stash him, see if it works. I expect Fournette to be the goal back regardless, but we saw how much Fournette was re- involved in the passing game in 2021. If that equals more into a split with White, he's going to be a player that you're going to want to have on your roster. Number two on this list is Mark Ingram, 27% owned. Of course, heading into week one, there's a lot of question marks. We haven't really seen these teams uh, show their hand a whole lot. If Ingram is in a decent split with Alvin Kamara there in New Orleans, a 27% owned Mark Ingram should be more rostered in Yahoo leagues. Isaiah Pacheco comes in at number three, similar to Ingram. uh, This second year, or sorry, this rookie running back, 31% owned. We'll see how much he's featured in this Chiefs offense uh, heading into week one. Number four on this list, 8% on this guy's much more widely available. Still not sure if it's Darrell Williams or Eno Benjamin, but I'm going to take a shot on Eno Benjamin. We saw a pretty much right down the middle split 50-50 between James Conner getting the ground work and the goal line work, which makes him the more valuable running back for the Arizona Cardinals. But if the receiving downs work goes to another running back, it could be Eno Benjamin. I think Darrell Williams is just fine as a receiver as well. If the Cardinals prefer the guy they've had in house for a few years, Eno Benjamin's only eight percent own. He's worth a stash just to see how that Cardinals backfield shakes up. And number five, only 13 own. This is an easy one. If you're in a uh in a redraft league, you have a kicker slot, just drop your kicker for a moment, pick up Gus Edwards, who is IR eligible being on the pup list, 13 own. He's an easy guy. These are the guys you should be looking to stash regardless if you're trying to leverage waiver wire sniping strategy or not. You do not need to waste a bench spot on these players when they're already hurt. You can just slide them right in the IR and they're good to go. Deep league stash for the running back position. This guy is only 2% owned in Yahoo leagues. He's 14% owned over on sleeper. So if you're in a dynasty league, this still could be a guy that you could just pick up and add to your roster here before Sunday, Damian Williams, uh, the Atlanta Falcons. The thing about Williams is he's, There was reports, okay, he's he's the number two back. But Cordell Patterson, if they work him more as a receiver, I think that's going to give Williams plenty of opportunity in this Atlanta offense on the ground. So he's a guy that I'm looking to stash even in the deepest leagues. Again, 2% owned over Yahoo, but just 14% owned on Sleeper. So if you're in a dynasty league, this guy may be available to you. All right, next up, the wide receivers. Five wide receivers I have plus a deep league stash. Number one, 39% owned, Michael Gallup. Uh, Limited practice earlier this week. I still expect him to be out. He's already been rolled out for week one. I expect him to miss week two as well. But good signs for the Cowboys wide receiver returning from injury. Michael Gallup, 39% owned, should be owned in over 60% of leagues to go at him right now. Got some rookie receivers, some young receivers mixed in here, two through five. Jahan Dotson of the Commanders, 22% owned. Like to take a shot on him, see how he works into this offense. Nico Collins comes in at number three, 33% owned. I think he's already the clear cut number two. Uh, but with a shaky offense, there uh, he—it's understandable why he's only thirty-three percent owned. But I think he's going to show up a little bit. You want to just take a shot on, on a bench spot with him. Uh, rookie wide receiver Garrett Wilson only twenty-two percent owned. Joe Flacco is going to be starting for the first three weeks at least, uh, and we'll see how that works out for these young wide receivers. I know Elijah Moore is is a stud, extremely talented, but Wilson being the first wide receiver off the board and only twenty-two percent owned, these rookie wide receivers are players that. There's unknowns right now. We get that. There's plenty of time to add the old veteran guys that'll, you know, the Marvin Joneses of the world later on for right now to start the season. You want to add these rookie wide receivers. Just to see if they pop early. And number five on this list, similar to Gus Edwards before on the running back list, Jameson Williams, 24% owned. he's IR eligible. He's in no question should be on your roster on an IR slot. If he's available in your league, there's no reason for Jameson Williams to be available deep league stash. Uh, for you Dynasty players or deep league players out there, Noah Brown of the Dallas Cowboys. He is 0% owned across the board on Sleeper and on Yahoo. Uh, not glowing reports about Jalen Tolbert from Cal- from uh, those reporting on the Dallas Cowboys. And as a Cowboys fan, you haven't really heard the uh, what you want to hear from the rookie wide receiver that many were hoping would step into that number two slot while Michael Gallup is out. The Cowboys not only have Tampa Bay on primetime this week, they play Cincinnati in week two. So if Gallup misses both those matchups, those are matchups that the Cowboys should be throwing the ball quite a bit. Noah Brown could be the beneficiary of that. Again, 0% owned on Sleeper and Yahoo right now. Noah Brown of the Dallas Cowboys. Tight ends, three streamers for you guys. These are all under 30% owned, actually. Uh, Robert Tunyon, who was not on the injury report for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, That cannot be said about Alan Lazard, who's doubtful for Sunday as of right now recording this. I think Tunyon. we've seen it before. He's kind of a touchdown or bus guy, but he may see a few more targets funneled his way with the lack of wide receiver options for the Green Bay Packers. Tunyon next week gets the Chicago Bears at home. He's 22% owned. Number two on this list is Evan Ingram. He's going to be at home against the Indianapolis Colts, 25% owned. We saw Jacksonville use the tight end quite a bit. Will that continue with the new regime? Uh, I like the option there just to stash Ingram if you're streaming a tight end that you don't feel uber confident in. Uh, And Gerald Everett, he's my third tight end here. He is at Kansas City next week. Should be a shootout uh, in that prime matchup uh, with the Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. Gerald Everett is only 23% owned over on Yahoo. And finally, DST streamers. If you're like me, you never roster a DST more than one week, pretty much. Uh, And there are some good streamers for this week. Uh, like Tennessee as an example, they have a tough matchup the next week. Uh, so that usually happens. Just like your quarterback for DSTs, I'm usually looking ahead a week. If I can stash a DST um, for the next week, I'll, I'll usually do that if I got the free roster spot. The Cleveland Browns, I think they're the far and away the best streaming option for you in week two. They get the New York Jets at home. They're 25% owned. The remaining teams on this list I don't think are great defensive units, but they have good matchups even though they're both on the road. Washington Commanders at Detroit, 11% owned, and the Carolina Panthers at the New York Giants, 4% owned. I don't love those road matchups, but they're going up against poor defenses, so you can take a shot on them. Again, the Cleveland Browns, 25% owned, Commanders, 11% owned, and Carolina Panthers, 4% owned. There you have it. Appreciate you guys for checking out the waiver Wire Sniping Show heading into week two. Again, if you're checking out on YouTube, appreciate you. You're ahead of the game. It's Saturday, and you already got the news. If you're listening on the Dynasty Warzone feed on your favorite podcasting platform, your day behind, baby. Go check out the YouTube to get waiver wire sniping early on Saturday uh, and get ahead. Again, add these players before kickoff for free. Enjoy week one. Best of luck. I'll be back at you for the week two waiver wire show on Tuesday morning. We'll catch you then.